Just a quick announcement at the top of the show. Movies is going to be recorded and released twice a week, every week. Head on over to patreon.com slash so you don't miss a single episode. And you'll also be able to get exclusive access to series like After Dark, niche influential films of the 20th century, where each month I am going to be covering an underrated or overlooked film from the 20th century that had a lasting cultural impact that maybe isn't even noticed today. Go on over there again, patreon.com slash Lores, the $5 and up level. You're going to get a whole bunch of stuff, and I'm probably going to give you a little bit of insight on the making of our feature film that we've been working on for the past year, Mass State Lottery. Patreon.com slash Lores. Enjoy the show. This is Movies, a podcast about the act of cinema, and this is our very first crossover episode. We're going to be talking about Army of the Dead with the guys from Death Curse Comics. Every time they announce, okay, we're greenlighting this Korean film as an American remake, it gets held up. Like, the same was uh, the, the same thing happened with I Saw the Devil. Mm-hmm. Um, that was right. supposed to be an Adam Wingard property oh. with Simon Barrett, I think, uh, maybe writing the script to that. And it got oh, held up in... Oh, doing that? I believe so, yeah. I didn't know. I just figured they were, like, uh, uh, still working on it or... Like it was still in development or something, but I had completely just put that out of my head. Yeah, I, I think he got that back in like 2013, 2014, and now he's on. He's going to do Thundercats next or some some like 80s animated property as a live action thing. And uh, I, the only one, I mean, aside from Old Boy, which oh that that remake that remake is, just is brutal, terrible, yeah. completely yeah. has no spirit of the original whatsoever. Um, is the Parasite TV show that they're doing for HBO with Mark Ruffalo and Adam McKay. What? How do you get a show out of that? that? Good question. What's that? Is that Sharple Copley at the end of that? The dude from uh, District Uh, 9? He's like the villain in that? Yes, yeah. And he he has like the most cartoonish performance possible, especially compared to the original guy who's like a smooth handsome oh, Korean yeah. uh, you know, shampoo or hair dye model. Uh, you have Charlotte Copley, who's just doing, he's hamming it up. He's acting like he's yeah. a, a cartoon character or a bad Giggles guy. He's like a, a weirdo, I think I remember. Like there's mm. something, he had like a strange affect about him, like the way yeah. he talked and everything. Like, Is this in the old boy Joker? Remake? Yeah, the old yeah. boy remake. It was, I'm pretty sure they do like a shot for shot of the, the hallway scene. Was it the trucking shot? Uh, yeah, they do. I've never seen the new one, but I've seen a video that did a breakdown of like the side by side. Yeah, and it's like almost. They, like I think the they wind up doing um, a zigzag instead of one continuous yeah. hallway shot, so they oh, go down okay. different levels, and they do wind up cutting. I found this out. They 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 wound up cutting. I think multiple times during that, uh, as opposed to the 2003 original Old Boy. But also the 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 thing that really bothers me about that remake is that. You know, there was a lot of questions about, okay, are they going to do the ending? The ending is what is, you know, yeah. most controversial mm-hmm. about it. Um, and they do do the ending, but they also have the bad guy motive, right? And the bad guy's motive in the original 2003 Korean one is mm-hmm. he was sucking on his sister's tit. And then the, the protagonist catches him and he's going to reveal that. And then the sister kills herself because she thinks she's pregnant with the baby from her brother. And in this one, it's kind of similar but then they have to up the ante they have to make it crazier so you don't forget it and it's like the dad is fucking everyone in the family and the kids just unbuckle their belts when he comes home he's oh they all love dad uh, so you love your dad <laughs> not like that is that what you do when your dad gets home from work is you unbuckle no. your belt and run to him no no and i and i Daddy's and i could home. because he had a stroke, so I can completely overpower him if I want. You... <laughs> it's the I other way around. around. <laughs> yeah, you unbuckle his belt. Yeah, because yeah, he can't. Uh... Young boy. He's got a stiff arm. I don't want to jerk me off with a stiff arm. My dad undo my belt to beat my face with the buckle. <laughs> uh, yeah, just I'm to look- connect this to to what we're talking about, you know, obviously uh, Steven <laughs> Spielberg was supposed to direct that old boy remake originally with Will Smith, 
And uh, Armand White, the, the premier film critic, has declared that uh, Zack Snyder is the new Spielberg. So what do you guys agree, disagree? That's what? my notes right here. My note, my notes right here. I'm going to read it. It says, brings the daughter equals Zack Spielberg. <laughs> for for Batista's character bringing that whole storyline. I was like, this is so Spielberg. What the heck is going on? Snyderberg. Snyderberg, yes. Um, I want to die. real last night. A new era of the Zackness. No, I, I don't even. So funny. I don't even up, think I'm <laughs> that nuts about Spielberg movies to yeah. to defend that. Uh, I, I you know can respect what he's done just for like filmmaking and production overall, and uh, the the net his career has cast. But <laughs> fuck, man, like that's like two dudes I really could not care that much about at the end of the day. Like, if I were ever to list like uh like a top five of directors I really like, I don't think Spielberg or Snyder would even come up. Uh, well, I think uh, I mean Spielberg made like but I'm also classic a films ever. Um, and like with Snyder, I've enjoyed most of his films, but I would never consider any of his films like even the best of the years they came out. No, that's fair. Yeah, what, I, what's everybody's them favorite Snyder things, movie? You know? Yeah, that's a good question. Go ahead, boys. Uh, I would probably say Watchmen is. I mean, in spite of that one really bad scene, the uh, the extended cut of Watchmen is really good and probably my favorite. You have surprised me. I didn't think that would be yours. Uh, uh Dawn probably. Yeah, I'm looking at the rest. It's either Dawn or. Dawn. <laughs> I'm, I'm pulling it up really quick just to see if I missed anything. But I would There's, say normally uh, I'm I'm between Dawn and Watchmen, but I think I agree. Watchmen, Dawn of Justice is what you guys are talking yeah, about. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm more into the the Lizzie Borden "Love Is a Crime" video short he did in '89. Uh, or Rod Stewart leave Virginia. Hell yeah, alone. Morrissey music videos. Yeah, <laughs> My Chemical Romance video. Oh damn! Damn, he was really he was directing music videos that late. I mean, he did, he popped up in two thousand four, right? So did he, did he do the one with Grant Morrison? Yeah, two thousand four. Yeah, Dawn was his uh, directorial debut. That's why it was like a big fucking deal and like i i had forgotten that and went back and looked at that after watching this and was like shit man that's like one of his best in my opinion and (laughs) army is like the exact other end of the spectrum for me uh but yeah i i feel like depending on the day you catch me on it's it's dawn of the dead or it's uh army and i've always said like dawn of the dead said army Okay. Army. Jesus army. Uh, he loves it. He secretly yeah. loves army. We got <laughs> it on tape. <laughs> Dawn of the Dead or Watchmen. I was gonna say uh I think Dawn of the Dead is one of like the the best remakes ever, and I fucking hate remakes. Uh I agree. I think, I, I think that movie better, was yeah. super cool for when it came out. I haven't watched it since. I'm I'm sure it doesn't hit the same way now, but I remember seeing that in the theater and just loving how fast paced everything was and how different it was and how it didn't try to take the steps to uh, recreate, uh, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. predecessor uh, to a T, which I mean, I like the 1990 night of the living, living dead remake that Tom Savini did yeah. that mm-hmm. Ramiro also wrote. Um, but just the fact that they took it in such a different direction, I thought was a, a great choice. Uh, what do you guys think about 300, by the way? Uh, I feel like that's like in the middle for me, like visually it fucking nails it across the board. If you're a comic fan and even a a film fan, like there's a ton of cool shit, uh, for the time, uh, that was almost like the start of a lot of those like Snyderisms and his like real slowed down shots. There wasn't a ton of that in Dawn. And I think that's why Dawn just feels so visceral and fun for me. And I, I honestly think you'd be surprised if you went back and watched that today. I watched it a couple months yeah. back and it like it still caught me off guard laughing at a couple of the jokes. It's a wildly homophobic movie which you will you don't see in shit nowadays and I had like mm. forgotten all about like that whole angle of the dudes being tortured by the the gay old priest guy. Yeah. <laughs> fucking like the it's it's surprisingly it holds up pretty well and uh I think honestly 
uh, if you watched Army and then went and watched that, it's a great palate cleanser uh for anybody that watches this and somehow hasn't watched the movie and then wants to go watch them uh it 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 has a it has a weird like like i I think he does a lot with the cast uh with mickey pfeiffer or whatever that's one of the one of the uh, actors uh, yeah mickey pfeiffer Pfeiffer. (laughs) sure uh michelle black michelle pfeiffer uh but uh yeah, I, I think it's one of the, the ones that has the, the tone most consistent uh, throughout because even though it has some of that, you know, early 2000s cringe lines at times, um, it doesn't really feel like a like a, a movie from that time, even though it's been, what, 20 years since it came out. Uh, oh. And uh, for what they did with the zombies and make them faster, like it, it feels very hectic and, and everything moves really quickly. Uh, I saw it, I think, like a week ago or two weeks ago, and it still holds up. Like Again, it has, you know, the problems that all the movies from that time have where, you know, sometimes you're kind of cringe at, at their the things they say, but it, it's, it holds up really well. And like Spencer said, like, it's much better than this it's, army it's thing. The, have the you guys Doritos watched... Mountain Dew crowd. <laughs> yeah. Dawn is watched... one of my favorite uh, um... zombie films, just in general, just an enjoyable, fun movie, like, all the characters, I think, are really well written. Like they all have their own distinct personality. Um, the the effects are all really good. Like I, if you watch the mm. kind of scenes, they go into all the the ways they did all, everything, like with the headshots and everything. And it's just cool from like a perspective. Of like you know, this is a big production, but they were doing these kind of really low budget, you know, uh, headshots where it's just like a little tube with some blood in it that shoots out in the back of their head oh, and yeah. just film at the right at the right moment. That's the um, fun shit. That's why I just want to do a schlocky ass horror movie, man. And it's just it's a funny movie. Like I, I don't know, I like the movie a lot. That's the one I'll probably put the the top. I do like Three Hundred a lot. That was the one I was kind of in between of like Watchmen or Three Hundred. Um, I was going to ask if anybody's watched it recently because I, I don't know if those visuals are going to hold up because of how heavily relying on green screen um, they were. And the you CGI know, was, was pretty rough even at the time too. Like yeah. those yeah. CGI It's been years for me, like five, six years, probably. I remember like seeing that in theaters at the time, like young me would be like, this is the best Snyder movie because like being a comic book guy, uh, I wasn't even writing comics at the time professionally or anything. Uh, like I saw that and it was one of the first times it was like, oh fuck, we're literally seeing like somebody like lovingly translate from page to screen and doing it where it's like still a solid film and you can follow it as just the average viewer. It stands with the source material and on its own. Which I mean, they weren't naked, but well, yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> they they did what they could without getting like Ryan. an X rating at that point. <laughs> like, yeah, two thousand five to two thousand nine was really, I think, a big renaissance for comic book adaptations, and I would say, I mean, Batman Begins, and then obviously Sin City, which is kind of like a, a sister to 300 in terms of the visual style and also being For Frank sure. Miller. Mm-hmm. You know, you have those two movies. I, I would have to unfortunately report that Sin City's visuals do not hold up um, oh. in the modern era, which is really no surprise. But uh, I feel like it dies <clears throat> as soon as Green Lantern hits. I think Watchmen was the last gasp of that. And then you get Green Lantern and then it's <laughs> over. It's done. I finally oh, I watched right. that recently, and that that movie feels like it gives you brain damage. Uh, <laughs> it's all it's horrible, except for like three minutes of Mark Stone awesome as yeah. Sinestro, where you're like, wait, how come these single three minutes are so cool and the rest is so bad? Ryan's worked for the DC machine, too. He's He's got the inside baseball on that shit. <laughs> I don't know if you have you ever inked Green Lantern stuff? uh yeah i did a bit a bit of uh, mostly like fill in pages over brad walker and stuff like that 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 movie is a bad movie and has almost nothing to do with green lantern other than like characters that costume uh, was so disturbing <laughs> yeah it really was <laughs> all his little the cg, I hated this CG oh. mask that was oh and the green yeah. eyes thing, i couldn't yeah. stand that it's like it's hard for me to take this seriously as a movie well, when you have that like gross suit. It it looks like, suit. Uh, yeah just wet just yeah. moist. <laughs> yeah, he, he looked, he looked, he looked like, like a villain in like man. a B movie. Yes, he looked like humidity. 
<laughs> the the asylum green lantern well he even i think he did like a twitter thing when i still had twitter where he just watched and commented on it and just shit on it uh ran reynolds uh so i mean they're aware i'm sure that it's just a complete but the thing that i like about it is that it, it just like venom uh that came out what two years ago or last year uh they just feel like a uh comic book movie pre-marvel universe so it mm-hmm. feels like a breath of fresh air where it's just like oh my god this is really stupid but not that type of stupid so just by the fact that it's different i don't know it has like a little bit of enjoyment mm-hmm. uh, it, to me it mm-hmm. feels it has the feel of like comic book movies from before like 99 with yeah. the budget and look of something from like the late 2000s like it's it's well, yeah, this weird it feels like an acid trip sort of movie like i feel like you need to be on psychedelics for that movie to really click or be enjoyable and then i still don't know what the hell you get out of it uh but it's well it's like, like the fantastic four one right those were kind of like oh, that too they were really like the 2004 2008 yeah, yeah. ones yeah oh yeah that was, yeah. i thought you were talking about is it the corman one from the 90s that got like buried oh no that one's awesome We've seen yeah, that. That's one. Yeah, TV. we watched that, that for was... Civic TV, where you have yeah, Mister Fantastic great. meeting Miss Fantastic when she's like six years old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good baby. idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> executive producer Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's why I guess, like, I, I rewatched Venom and I was like, okay, so this is this is a piece of shit. Like, I didn't enjoy it as as, as much as the first time, and I think it was that that he just felt refreshing. Are you ready After, for well, Heroes, the Green Lantern the was made by the guy, what's his name, uh, Martin Campbell, who did Zorro and Casino Royale. Like, Oh, okay. Very competent director. Yeah. I don't understand how that was the result. I mean, when you have Warner Brothers in their heyday and you have Ryan Reynolds and you have that director and they still, I mean, and maybe something like Green Lantern just isn't fit for, for a movie because it's so... Not I don't his know. Own movie, I, don't I think, think that one got a lot of studio tampering, but I also agree. Like Green Lantern, I know a lot of people fucking love that character, but it's like the dude is like allergic to the color yellow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's just a hard. The red people with the power the wise, are... you know, like all the the different things he can conjure up. It just, it's I don't know. Well, it doesn't yeah. seem to translate as well in the environment of comics where. It's all about the illustration. It's really fun, but in this sense, it's just kind of weird. To he have makes a bunch of shit, shit yeah. like the like the the ideas of like a ten year old child. Like he makes like a fucking giant Hot Wheels track in one yeah. scene to like <laughs> save a bunch of people. Isn't that to like get the helicopter that's like about to crash or something? I actually watched that for the first time only a, like a couple months back, so it's fairly fresh in my head. But wow. all the shit he does in the movie is like comic and childish to where it feels like it's geared towards like a six to 12 year old range. Uh, but it's billed, I think it was like PG 13. They were trying to sell it to like teenagers and comic fans and stuff like that. Yeah. The trailer, I can remember the trailer distinctly when I was in Watchmen, I believe they played the trailer in front of that movie Oh, damn. and <laughs> the tone of it was nothing like, what the actual movie was, which is what you're describing, which is like a, a little kid's film. It feels yeah. very Fantastic Four-ish. But mm. of course, you had Dark Knight, you had Batman Begins, you had Watchmen, 300, all these big comic book movies that are dark, that are gritty, that are, you know, what people kind of were memeing on in 2016. Oh, it's, oh, it's always dark and gritty and da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. And then you have Green Lantern, and it's nothing like that. That's what com- <laughs> comic fans are like losing their minds for the most part about that now is like every story is grim dark bullshit like why does everybody suck or or it's just straight politics and i don't mind that shit usually if it's done well but uh not the political stuff but the grim dark shit like which is why i don't mind Zack snyder i thought like you said the extended cut of watchmen is great i remember seeing the the regular theatrical cut of it in theaters and kind of being like well that was cool i that was one of the ones where I was like, I wish there was more, which is why when the extended cut came out, I checked that out. But well, you uh, know what? I prefer the ending of the movie to the comic. Oh yeah, it'd be uh, kind of heresy, but I think no, it's I, a I agree. more interesting ending. And the comic is one of those times where it's like really fucking goofy, and like I enjoy a lot of Alan Moore's stuff, but I also think there's a lot of people that put that guy way up on a fucking pedestal for a dude who 
hates oh, the yeah. hates the medium he's in so much like uh he seems to loathe comic books for uh someone who stayed in it for so long uh i like i said i enjoy a lot of his work i love watchmen the movie wouldn't exist if it weren't for the book obviously and i like both the book and the movie but uh i agree like the the ending in the movie uh i think if they just if they went with the the book ending it immediately tonally feels weird and kind of corny and they managed to like avoid that throughout the movie other than that really hilarious sex scene and music cue yeah yeah. (laughs) i think i think the everything in the movie feels very like grounded and the ending definitely sticks its landing compared to if they just introduced the squid monster and out of the blue i mean it was weird when they had i think the uh, the pet's name is boobastus they show boobastus in a scene or two and it's like, what the fuck is that? We ha- we haven't had any context for that at all. It's all like, this is real life. Nobody has like superpowers or anything. And then you just see Bubastis, and uh, mm-hmm. it was very bewildering. Yeah, they never mention. They never really get into all the weird shit, like the science and strange shit that. Uh, oh my god, why can't I think of his name now? Ozymandias. Ozymandias. Yeah, all the weird shit that that dude's into, and like where those guys come from, like fucking. There's there's all this other stuff where it's just such a big universe that you 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 can't cover all of it, I guess, in a in a film without doing I don't even remember how long the extended cut was, but Oh, it is long. I mean not long. <laughs> Look, it's not even long compared to you know Zack Snyder's yeah, Justice like the League. Snyder cut. But uh I mean I think it comes in around like three hours and thirty minutes. It has yeah. the whole animated section in it, that substory of the the, the pirates. Yeah. The I, Gerard Butler. Yeah. I should go back and watch that. Uh fuck. did you guys watch the TV show? <laughs> no, I I, uh, I skipped that I tried. I knew that was just gonna make me annoyed. You yeah. you tried, Ryan? Yeah, I got I got through like four or five episodes. Like the first two oh, were wow. really rough, and then the third one it got way better. It stopped being like suits as preachy like they came out of the gate all preachy and then they finally got to a story and i was like okay and then i got disinterested two episodes (laughs) later and just didn't pay attention yeah i got like two episodes in and it was just like all this that was one of the most like ham-fisted like we're just throwing in political stuff left and right well, the, the first red flag like, was Damon Lindelof, right? He was, oh, yeah, right. was <laughs> immediately. You're immediately, fucking telling that, me, dude. That's uh, like a. As soon as I I heard that, I was like, cool, skip immediately. There's nothing <laughs> that man has done. Yeah, I that don't. Doesn't know why matter I don't who he gets. Like, fucking no, I'm good. I didn't know that either until I watched the first episode, and I was like, oh god damn it! I'm like, all right, I'll watch this first episode. And then I think I watched the second one a week later and I was like, yeah, I, I gave it a chance. I'm fucking done. Uh, the cops have like this weird like pager system on their guns where they can't unlock their guns to use their guns unless like a dispatcher authorizes their gun to be unlocked or something like that. It was all this just like weird, really corny political <laughs> shit. And it deals with like racism. And basically after Rorschach died, like a, cult of Rorschachs popped up that are all just like white supremacist dudes they're like a one-to-one recreation of the KKK but instead of just KKK robes they have white hoods with Rorschach blots on them uh I'm sorry there's not a more boring subject uh for anything right now than racism it is the most played out as soon as that's like an element I'm just like I'm like I'm checked out. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I, I was excited for Lovecraft Country when they announced it. And I was like, oh, this could be cool. A whole uh, you know, TV show about mm. Lovecraft stories. And then all the racism you know, stuff came it's out. It's HBO. Like, no. Yeah, yeah how, you thought, how you thought that was going to avoid that. Mm-mm. No, you can't do that now. You Maybe, I mean, hopefully like in five years, things lighten up. But uh, no, HBO's prime MO is taking that thing you love and then infusing it with racism. So that's that's going to be what their their prime operative um, uh, is that, for the not distant future. That show was based on a book uh, about like a he's like a Viet or not a Vietnam vet, like a what is it? Uh, World War Two vet uh, coming home or something like that, and his uncle's missing, and 
his uncle is like the guy who wrote like the the Negro Guide to the South. There's like all these books from Jim Crow era mm-hmm. that were written by actual African American authors that were basically like, "Don't go to this fucking town. Stay out of this state. Don't hold hands with a white woman here." It's all just this, one page. You know, Don't go there at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like like yeah, that's just the whole South. Like it's just a line drawn. Uh, yeah, no, so there's all these, like, real books that they're based on and everything, but, uh, that was, like, a huge plot point of the, the Lovecraft Country book, and, uh, the show, like, really drives that home from the beginning, that just, like, race is going to be everything in this story, uh, and it kind of throws in lovecraft stuff here and there just to like uh like carrot on the stick you like uh like oh here's a little bit more like it's cool for a second again and then that shit just goes away like almost like completely uh that seems to be what watchman was doing which was like all right we're gonna slow we're gonna drag out these iconic characters from the book we're gonna have jeremy irons come in a couple episodes in and play an older ozymandias we're gonna have we're gonna tease dr manhattan who's like mm-hmm. literally just like a dude painted blue arnold schwarzenegger style and um oh, also man. the the only thing that did intrigue me about it is that i heard that they used the squid in that so it's not canon to the Zack snyder adaptation of watchmen no, that's I was actually. The, oh, that's right. There's oh. rain. It's raining baby squid in like the first episode. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. So my friend, a bunch of my friends that don't read comics that love movies, uh, they like the Watchmen movie. Then they were like, "Cool, I'll watch this Watchmen sequel." And they were like, "Oh, it's not really connected to the movie. Wait, parts of it are. Wait, what's the other part?" And then I'm watching it. And I'm like, "Oh, well, that's from the comic." And I'm like, "Oh, so they didn't make this for." I don't know who they thought they were making this for. I why read, women? Yeah, I read <laughs> something. They said they were. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> why I there read something women? online. They said they were trying to do like it is sort of like a shared universe, but something got fucked up with like time or parallel dimensions or some shit having to do with Osmandius. That's not actually explained in the show. Uh, that's how they sort of just like justified the squids showing up. Uh, it, it's kind of it like obvious? when J.K. Rowling is like, "Oh, this character is actually gay the entire time." Yeah. You know, you yeah. never saw it. I never brought it up. <laughs> Linda yeah. Lobb's did eventually wink. gonna get back to do a corner and be like, "I'm trans." Did you see the thing about <laughs> Disney when their latest movie is gonna have the first out gay character, and then somebody put a compilation together of every time for they the, said that? It was like eight yeah, movies the they've done this with. It was Josh Gad and Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, that was on, one of them. Yeah. Naping on men's necks, blowing and then the they had out from China. What? Yeah. Wasn't Ursula a lesbian? Corella was a lesbian too? Yeah, Josh Gad gets uh tag teamed <coughs> by by Chip and the fucking Candelabra in, in the live action <laughs> oh my uh, Beauty and the Beast Ryan. You gotta see it, man. I'm downloading it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Chip's just like a kid with a dented head. Like <laughs> Hello. <laughs> What's that? Dude we should have fixed day. that shit before we turned him human. Chip played <laughs> portrayed by T Sim Fuckus. <laughs> Is there going to be a season two for this show? Or was it for Watchmen? Yeah. Oh, I um I, I, I think it was cancelled. I, I believe it didn't uh get the ratings that would have justified a second season, and then Damon Lindelof was like, Well, I wasn't gonna do one anyway. That's HBO's <laughs> thing now is to like uh green light all these like crazy sounding ideas on paper like when you're in a stuffy pitch room with some dudes they green light that shit for a season throw a decent amount of money at it they do like you said there's like a set piece every episode where there's like oh there's that cool moment where like there's the lovecraft bit or your little there's the what you know from watchmen for that one moment and then the episode's over and it's like come back next time watch the whole fucking thing for something in the last two minutes for you to be like oh i recognize that and then it's, well, it it's seems like the such a like one. step back from all the adaptations we have now. Because like, remember how like in X Men when it first came out, you kind of had the X Men, but it wasn't really like there was a kid that was teleporting, and you're like, oh, is that Nightcrawler? But he's not purple, he's not blue. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's kind of like Nightcrawler. So you're still kind of excited, but it's not really the whole thing. And, you know, but then now we have like a million superhero movies, which are giving more and more like accurate and correct costumes and everything like that. So it's like you're kind of taking a step back by not just doing a regular adaptation well i mean like, right it's HBO. back in 
back in 2000, people were thinking, all right, well, you know, we, th- I mean, there's a good portion of the audience that's just showing up for a movie, right? Mm-hmm. They don't know anything about this. So th- we have to be able to sell this as a movie. We got to cut out all that that corny shit that like might make the 10 year olds jump up in their seats. So the yellow outfits, those are out. We're going to put them in, uh, in black spandex. That's what mm-hmm. we're going to do. And it's going to look cool. We're going to James Marsden, James Marsden, <laughs> yeah. the least charismatic actor. Yeah, I, always favorite actor. <laughs> yeah. I, I just thought that was, uh, those were Brian Singer's like sexual preference. He wanted everybody in hot black leather. Like, uh, Oh yeah. Maybe. I'm sure. I'm sure that played a part as well. <laughs> Do you guys know that the Watchmen series won 11 Emmys? Really? Of course it did. For what? Using yeah. Hallelujah? Did it win for know, music? How many did SNL win that year as well? <laughs> it won for Best Limited Series, Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress, Best Lead Actor, uh, and Lead Actress. Oh, they, they have a great PR team. Dumbass. Of course, it won a bunch of awards. HBO had a lot that? of power in the game. Was that 2019? Now has it been two 2020. years? 2020. Yeah. 2020. That was, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, for 2019, yeah. Okay, for the yeah. awards, so the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shit. Uh, is the guy that played Doctor Manhattan is the guy that won? <laughs> <laughs> the painted blue man. Wow, Jesus. Yeah. Can I mean? Well, that was, also, res, that was also, the... too, it turned into, like, the year of, like, affirmative action awards for everyone, where they were just, like, wasn't that the same year as, like, the Green Book and shit like that? No, 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 Green Book was 2016. That, that was, was uh, damn, that was that long ago now? That was, yeah. Yeah, you so that movie, young man. Dude, I have, a, I have a huge family, and it's half big, dumb Irish people and half <laughs> black, and the black side of my family was, like, do not see the green book. They like one of the most offensive things ever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> some of them told me to watch 12 years a slave and we're like, educate yourself. It's a great movie and it's very dark. Really? It'll, it'll let you know us about oh things. My God. I got Talk that, but dude, the green book, them. the green book was like uh, an atrocity evidently. And I haven't, I haven't even seen it. I, but. I watched it and I'll tell you, it's not really a good movie. But I found it so hilarious that that's what won Best Picture because everyone was upset. Everyone was so <laughs> upset because they were like, "This is a for exactly what you're you're saying right now." That was kind of like the general Twitter reaction. Oh, the man. fact that it was from the director of Dumb and Dumber, yeah, one of the Farrelly brothers, Farrelly. won yeah, Best yeah. Picture. I my, love that, dude. I, my, I think that's my, fantastic. My, my cousins attributed it to like a like a nerdy white dude being like like come like me, black people. Like why won't mm. you? And it was like the most hilarious fucking shit in the world. Uh, it's it's old. old I didn't know it was so received like that. Driving I, Miss Daisy, uh, uh, you know Hollywood people. It's yeah. it's people with that sort of mentality. Uh, a, a white was, a white people feel good movie. Was there a <laughs> yes. shared universe? Yeah. But there's something about Mary where we see Mary's parents. They had an interracial relationship. Oh my! We gosh. see how that that forms. That's the real crux of the story. Yeah, yeah Keith but... David comes back. <laughs> oh man, this is that movie. the best <laughs> army of the dead episode ever. Uh, <laughs> Wait, aliens. hold on, hold on, hold on. Can can we go back <laughs> to Twelve Years a Slave and how much I hate that movie? <laughs> for you no it's just such a piece of shit it's just such a white people are the most evilest the worstest the hitler every white person hitler and <laughs> I don't, don't, don't say hitler, hitler was name like hans whoa what <laughs> did i come back to <laughs> yeah. every black person is fucking amazing and they're all virtuous they're so creative and so much more intelligent than every <laughs> other white person but wait the black guy actually needs a white guy to liberate him after two hours of all this bullshit. And then Brad Pitt comes in and he's like, yeah, come come on, Negro, come with me. And then he saves him and the movie ends. And it's like, so I just sat to through two, two and a half hours, I think, of black people being tortured because that's what it is. It's just black people being shit on and hit on and every well, hit on, hit, being hit and on. everything. And then <laughs> at the end, that's a good hitting on them all. <laughs> And at the end, How's it's it like, yeah, we need we need Whitey to save him at the end. So it's like, what the, what the fuck are you trying to tell me then? You know, fuck that movie. 
It's about the journey. It's about the journey, Hans, not the destination. I think you need to watch it over again. Yeah, he's like, he's like, you need maybe. to re-educate you yourself. Know what? Maybe Hans. you maybe seem to have right. missed the point, son. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> army of the dead three shots. See, but, but like the, the, the thing with me is that I come from a country where slavery was not a thing. So to me, all of these very emotional things where you were supposed to be like you know what my people were really bad no we were fucking indians and my background is like well german which fine uh but then it's like chinese Chinese castles around here (laughs) yeah so it's like Like, in our history we didn't really do much we're pretty quiet the germans (laughs) all these red flags and we hear screaming inside the buildings all the time to ourselves (laughs) it's chinese and german what have those two nations ever done that it's bad So I feel no guilt. So this doesn't hit, hit me emotionally at all. So it's just like, all right, can we move on from this black guy just getting beaten up all the time and everyone just shitting on him? Like, it's just not interesting to me to sit through two hours of that. Who was in that? But, um, uh, Brad Pitt. Paul Dano. Paul Brad Dano Pitt was the black guy getting beat up? Yes. Fassbender was the racist, right? One of the racists. Oh, yeah. Michael uh, Fassbender is the slave owner. Yeah, and then you have the the guy from, um, I, you know what? I'm not gonna say it because I'm gonna get it wrong and I'm gonna sound racist. So someone uh, who's the main the main character for Twelve Years a Slave. Uh, I don't even remember. I just said my family told That's me I needed guy. to watch it. I don't even think I ever got around to saying I watched it. I never saw <laughs> it. I did, but I never saw it. That, uh, that, you know what? I think that was a pretty common thing where people were like, "Yeah, we got to go see this movie." Like it was almost a religious experience. Like the same thing with uh, Passion of the Christ back in two thousand four. So how are you going to say Black Panther? Jerusalem forever. Yeah, the religious experience that is Black Panther. Holy shit. <laughs> It just goes to dead air. It's just yeah. silence after Black Panther. Well, that's I'm a, just I'm just that yeah, could be a cut if we want. It. It's, a, it's a moment of silence for Chadwick Boseman. Yes, I'm reading. I'm reading to see if this movie actually ends like that <laughs> because I don't actually remember if that's how, how the movie ends with Brad Pitt saving him. I might just does. be full of shit because he's I've only car- seen it he's once. A carpenter was that he's really Brad Pitt in that? How do I not remember that? He produced the he only movie shows up at and the he end, thought though. it was a good idea to cast himself. What a douche. Yeah, he's not recognizable at all. He doesn't take you out of the movie with his yeah. Brad Pittness at all. He shows yeah, up he just... in blackface. He's like, come on, brother, let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like, Holy shit. <laughs> just his massive voice. Yeah. That's how you find out if the black community uh, still loves an actor, if they can do blackface and get away with it. So far, that's only Robert Downey Jr. because he's no. brilliant. Uh-uh. Michael Rappaport. Michael Rappaport is oh, still bamboozled. Long. Hell yeah. yeah oh, he's still... I don't think I don't think many people like Michael Rappaport <laughs> uh, of any race. <laughs> he's what unites unites us all. Yeah. He's really like that's when America gets comes back together when we deport Rappaport to wherever the fuck we can. Whoever will one take of yours, him in I'm as sure. a refugee. Sure oh yeah, he's Irish, Irish right? Yeah, I'm sure he of is. Of course he fucking is. <laughs> oh my god. Just float him out into the ocean. Let that He doesn't get a Viking stew. death. No, I didn't say shoot arrows at him or anything. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Just float him out like like uh, Wait, the, what about C. Re- Thomas Howell? A reverse Cubano. Just oh, poke soul him out man. towards Cuba. Yeah. So he's had, he's had a great soul career man. since then. <laughs> He was in one of the Spider-Man movies. They tried to like do a Tarantino-style role for him in that, where he's coming back. You know, you haven't seen him in 25 years. Didn't really work out. He started doing sci-fi movies right yeah, after. Like, he was the crane channel. operator. Yeah. Never that. <laughs> oh my god, that was wow. him in Soul Man. That's insane, oh dude. How did I not remember that? <laughs> you know that old classic. <laughs> Wait, so in that in this movie, I've never seen Soul Man. So is he? Oh, super- that's. He wants to get into college. Oh, and... wow. Yeah, you don't know about this. He's ahead, exploiting Jeff. affirmative no. action. Yeah, yeah so to he get goes into college. It's basically oh. when that was like a like a hot button oh. item and people thought it was like big slanted, like it, it helped too much and it was based too much on your race. 
But uh, the blackface thing was still controversial then. When that movie came out, it was a big oh, no, controversy. No. It's, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. my mom wouldn't though. let me see it. I, yeah. I saw Spike Lee on <laughs> no Charlie Rose no griping about that from that time period. So it was here's the thing though: people would go on CNN or they would go do the interview shows and they would complain, and then the studio would be like, "Okay, yeah, that's nice." Anyway, uh, so we're ushering this out this Friday. It's going to be the biggest movie <laughs> in America, and it, it would just be business as usual. Oh, Nowadays. Yeah. You could never do Soul Man two or Soul Man three. How how many Soul Man with a, a Brat Packer too? Soul you know, like, man to get a he job, he doesn't to meet soul a girl. Man shared universe. <laughs> you could do Timothy Chalamet as Soul Man in twelve. Soul Man Junior. His son takes over. Does someone have his agents? Does someone have his agents' contact material? Chalamet is Soul Man. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, he'd be like a gender studies major. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a soul man, but that's not what defines me. Uh, the director of Friday the Thirteenth Part Two and Three. That's a ma- is that Steve Miner? Yes. Well, it wow. is kind of a horror movie. I guess. I didn't, Steve Miner did Day of the Dead, the remake, and that is maybe yeah. one one of the worst zombie films ever. I didn't know he did that. Re- oh, that was the earlier one, right? Is that, uh, or was that? It's the from um, two thousand. Safari in that. Yep, she is in Ving Rhames as well. It's from two thousand eight or so. Unwatchable turd. Yeah, movie. the the newer one too. Bloodlines is pretty much the same thing. Uh, he also directed the Halloween H two O with uh, LL <laughs> oh, Cool J. I, I knew that one. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's the yeah, that's, that's the awesome. they thought they came up with because that's written by the guy who wrote Scream, uh, Kevin Williamson. Is that his name? Sure. H two O. Yeah, I believe H two O is written by him. Mm, or he, no, he he might have punched up the script because he came up with the the part at the end where they kill Michael Myers, but it's not really Michael Myers. Uh, he's like famously credited for that. Uh, I don't Look, know if it doesn't have Busta Rhymes, it's not a real movie, Halloween but... movie. Yeah, that's the other one. It's not even the fun yeah, Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> it's not the Busta Rhymes one. That's the fun one. I don't it's even remember. a real that. Halloween without Busta Rhymes in it. Yeah, no. Uh, the guy, this, one's the... The one, this one's the one where, where Jamie Lee Curtis has a scene at the end where they're in like a roof and then Michael Myers falls or something, right? No, that's like the that's the original. It's the one where he comes down like he's hanging on one hand. That wasn't all the trailers. Yeah. He, he hangs down from one arm. She cuts his head off at the end of the movie, and then you find out in the next movie that it wasn't him. He had sw- put his mask and his outfit onto the medic, the paramedic of the right. ambulance. And so clever. That scene is what was written by the guy who wrote Scream. Uh, he wrote some deal where he wrote that scene and then the opening scene of the next one right after and the studio forced the directors of both movies to use those <laughs> scenes as the end of their movie and the beginning of the other one. And I don't know if Williamson like directed the next one after that. I don't even remember which Halloween it was after that. But uh, yeah, that was like a, a like I guess a kind of big break for him or another like big like notch in his belt. I wasn't one of the big teen actors in that movie. After uh, Josh Hartnett, actors. Josh Hartnett, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. Michelle he, Williams. He's in that new. Oh, really? Uh, he's in, he's that? in that new Guy Ritchie flick, which was like the one guy that surprised me to show up in that Wrath of Man. Uh, which is weird because it's like written like a Shane Black movie with sort of like a Tarantino flair to it and it's almost no British uh, characters in the story so it's like not like Guy Ritchie London Underground kind of shit it's like Guy Ritchie trying to be something between like Shane Black and Fred Decker meets Tarantino and then also like a popcorn blockbuster but it was like an interesting like get drunk with your friends and watch an action movie kind of movie. Uh but yeah, Hartnett showed up in that and I was like, what the fuck? Uh yeah. Joseph Gordon Levitt is in it too. Really? Is he really? A bunch of guys who need work. Sounds like Yeah. I need to go back and watch Halloween H two O evidently. I don't remember, <laughs> remember that shit at all. I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, he dies. He gets uh he gets a uh something to the face in the 
beginning. <laughs> Josh Hartnett was was H two O before or after the faculty, though. It's not like you're asking Josh Hartnett that. Yes, <laughs> yes, Mr. Hartnett. He's just sitting there smoldering. He's not, yeah. Well, I don't. He's remember. not here, and then he pops in the stream. You're like, oh shit. <laughs> the faculty was ninety eight. Oh, H two O was ninety eight too. So it was the same year. Okay. The faculty, I remember being a pretty fun movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Movie. Is that Rodriguez doing that? It was. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, uh, yeah that's and like John him. Stewart. Remember that he was Elijah a teacher. Wood. Oh, he loses an eye in that movie. Yeah, I wonder if that one holds up at all. Famke Jensen looking hot as fuck for her oh, time. Oh yeah, uh, it does. Was... In the, like, I didn't see it till a few years ago, and it was fine. I didn't realize it was even that old. Little kid me was like, God damn. Uh, a bunch of bitches with for wild cheekbones in this movie. Yeah, Ooh. he's got a Jeff Hartnett thing. Who is he that blonde he calls chick him Jeff with Hartnett. a face like a dagger? Jeff Hartnett. <laughs> Hartnett looks terrible in that movie. Peak Hartnett is lucky number 11. Come on, guys. Whoa, whoa, excuse me. Get your me. act together. 40 days and 40 nights where I'm going to fuck him. Uh... <laughs> Move over, Shannon Sossaman. Yeah. Here comes Spencer. <laughs> Rub a flower on my fat Irish body. Uh, <laughs> he looks a little too Chinese in this faculty thing. I've never yeah. seen it, but he looks like a little too ethnic. Still. No, he's like uh, he, bangs, you man, see him in like Thirty Days of Night, where he's got a mustache and it can't like fully yeah. grow in. It looks really bad. <laughs> Evan, <laughs> uh, yeah, the faculty there isn't he like basically they're like we're all addicted to Adderall in this. Wasn't that like the counter yes. to them? Yeah, he's just blowing speed the whole. Like, I love that movie as a teenager. Like, I haven't watched that probably 10, 15 years now, but I used to fucking love that movie. That was the closest thing to, like, a Lovecraftian creature feature I could really think of, like, in, like, high school and shit like that. Uh, There wasn't much else around that wasn't, like, like, I think Stuart Gordon did, uh, was it Dagon? Uh... Or I think he just produced that. <laughs> Said like a total stuff. northerner. Dagon. Yeah. Dagon. <laughs> Dagon. Whatever right. the fuck. I don't care. Uh, but Dagon. yeah, I can't think of Well, the sun's up. Like it's that. Dagon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, He's doing, uh, Josh Harden is doing uh, Kevin Hart's Die Hart series now. Die Hart with John Travolta? What? what? John Travolta is his partner yep. or the bad guy? Yeah. He's in that. Um, he's in a. Quibi? He's, yeah, he's oh in the new Guy Ritchie God. movie that's apparently going to come out this year. Yeah, that's the plays. one I was just. That's what he was just talking about. Rafa Danny Man? Francesco. Yeah, yeah, uh, it says untitled. I don't know. What it's oh, they call oh, him no. like they call him like Boy Piss or something in it. Like I didn't even know he had a real name. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Yeah, produced insane, by Epstein. Like, like that's what made me think. Check that movie out. Uh, I'm sure. Oh Hans, no, it's not the no, it's not the same one. It's not the same one. Oh, okay. I was gonna say Wrath of Man, Hans. I'm sure you'll be finding a screener for it soon. Uh, Is it worth it? In the mail. Uh, if I've you already like, seen it. I've already seen it on my screener um, list of uh, movies that I can yeah, get. Uh, the Academy yeah. sent you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The Academy sent me yeah, a screen of for... Wrath of Man. <laughs> it's up for an Oscar. All right, send out those copies of Spielberg and a Hans. Yeah. <laughs> In Costa Rica. Uh, yeah, he might get it five Twitter. months you later. Find his email. Yeah, I would say... we have to send a snail mail, so it's going to get there probably next year. Check it out, because it's, <laughs> it's not terrible. I would say it's like a C. Uh... There's some some cool shots in it and everything. It's very much just like a Statham. Like it could be another transporter movie, and sort of like the cool angle they have for it is ruined very early on. And then it's it's shot nonlinear, like older Tar- like I guess a lot of Tarantino stuff. Not even just older Tarantino stuff, but it's like uh, not a linear storyline. And then probably the first hour of the movie is like if you told me Shane Black wrote all the banter, I'd be like, yes, totally. It, it feels, uh, almost like, uh, like banter, like B sides from the original predator. Uh, well, listen, it stars. I don't know how big of a role he has in this should be one of the biggest, but he stars, uh, Jeffrey Donovan, who's the star of burn notice, which is one of my favorite favorite. shows of all time. Yeah. Uh, uh so uh i'm in are you are you like serious about that yes i love bernotis he 
He's good. entirely sincere. I love how you say burn notice. Anything on USA. <laughs> there's, there's such excitement. You're almost blurring the words into one word. Um, I have the DVDs. Like I have the, I, I, I think like one of the very few <laughs> yeah. that I still. Oh, so yeah, eloquent. One of my favorite series. It's one of the very few series that I've actually finished from beginning to end. I, so. I, from what I've yeah. seen of it, I've actually enjoyed Burn Notice. It's, it's uh, Bruce Campbell. This, yeah, it's got it's Campbell yeah. in it, and it okay. rides this line of like just serious enough to follow and like not too corny, but like stays fun. It's pretty corny. Uh, it's kind of but there's some good power, power from what I've seen. It was but, in the, like Power Hour of Monk. And never, burn notice. No. Like, it's, it's like a, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, a yeah. TNT or like USA show or some USA, shit like that. It's yeah. USA channel, yeah. Yeah, Monk Suits, Burn Notice, all the all the hits. Suits was another one. No, yeah. I'm no suits fucking going, going, I think. Sure it is. Je- I mean, Jeffrey Donovan's actually very good, though. If you see him in Sicario Ooh. or yeah, Fargo yeah. season two, uh, he's or like a... He's an, or, or, no, no. Uh, he's, he's, uh, he's a legit actor. He's solid yeah. in this. Like all the performances in Wrath of Man are 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 pretty good. It's just like uh, the story is trying to be way more like serious and impactful. Uh, like it thinks it's more emotional than it actually is. And mm-hmm. I think it should have just like wholeheartedly embraced that being just an insane action movie. Uh, it doesn't give a lot of stuff to breathe. Uh, amazing. See, they're uh, even in Spanish, Spanish version. Operation <laughs> Miami. Great. I'm not. It's not a joke. So, <laughs> this so is not crispy. kidding. Bernotise. He takes a shirt off. He's a tattoo on his body of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm a Michael Weston tattoo on my chest. Yeah. <laughs> He's got Jeffrey Donovan's IMDb tattooed on his back. Uh, damn, we've been going almost two hours already. I, I can keep going. We haven't covered much of uh, the movie, though. Uh, what the? I think we did pretty good. I think we yeah. covered it yeah. all. <laughs> I, 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 I the dead. Like we definitely talked about it more than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. um, Perfect. And, and it's pretty tapped out. I mean, there's only so much you can say. Yeah, I do did have you question. guys notice the robot aliens? Uh, no. no, no. I guess I guess we got to watch it three times. Damn yeah, it, dude! Because uh, <laughs> I felt I felt I felt schizophrenic until I saw a video with Snyder actually talking about them, and then I was like, okay, I didn't imagine all of this shit in like a drunk stupor after watching this movie so many times like my brain's just filling in gaps to make the movie more interesting he's like cool yeah, my yeah, drunk yeah, stupor yeah. was just a drunk stupor uh, that's yeah all no was. uh once the shit goes down uh in the vault after they get it open they're bagging up the money garrett dillahunt's character fucks them all over again one of the first zombies that pops down through the elevator hatch has blue glowing eyes and then if you uh, pay attention in a bunch of scenes after that, you'll see zombies with weird blue glowing eyes randomly. In the casinos and... where the slot machines are, when uh, Batista is shooting all of them, there's one where he shoots one in the face and you can see the like T-1000 it's, it's, skeleton. It's, Gu- the... it's Guzman who shoots them. It goes it... into slow motion and it cuts to Guzman. It's that shot where something grabs him Guzman and he like... It's yeah the the blonde haired the blonde haired Cholo. Oh, he should be. That'd be amazing. Like, did I miss this? Uh, did I miss it's him? it's that shot when they're running by and I think Batista's up running on like the craps tables and it goes into slow motion. His little legs is running. Guzman's like spinning around with dollar bills flying all around him. And oh he, right, right, right. He yeah. shoots a zombie at like point blank range and it reels back and it's got like a T one thousand skull and the blue eyes like fade out. But it's again, it's like two, three frames and it's gone. So all of these moments throughout the movie that are supposed to tie in the aliens and go into this huge like crossover is uh is just like completely wasted and missed out on the final zombie. Zeus gets fucking headshotted in the helicopter and sprays blue and red blood everywhere, but the blue blood fades away. That's right. And uh it's like barely talked about the alien baby glows blue for a moment and then that burns out like there's all this dumb shit that's like uh if you weren't paying attention for a half second you just didn't see it dr manhattan sperm 
(laughs) And the fucking rain zombies, the right when they step foot into the fucking place. That's the only thing. I'm not saying like Chekhov's gun, everything in your fucking story. You don't always need to pay off every little fucking thing that happens. But they make such a point on the way in when they first cross through the, the storage containers to be like, here's these fucking beef jerky zombies you should see what it, what happens when it rains. They all come back to life for a couple of hours and go ape shit. Essentially, the blonde coyote chick tells them that, and uh, yeah, you think, oh, they're gonna get the money. They're gonna get out of the casino. Fucking downpour. It's gonna be this awesome, like Zack Snyder, like the fucking end in the bus in Dawn of the Dead. They're just gonna be completely overwhelmed, and we're gonna see it go to complete shit. And that never happened. Um. They throw a nuclear bomb in Vegas, right, at the end? Yeah. Yeah. And then the guy just gets out with a bunch of money that's, I'm sure, contaminated. And then he gets on a plane with other people and contaminates them, too. Yeah, gives everybody cancer at the very least. Right, that, too. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. because of the nuclear shit. I I was thinking that. I was like... He just like walks around normally, like nothing happened. Like it was just like a, I don't know. Like I, I'm pretty sure there's a clip where Snyder justifies that too and says like the nuclear. He's like maybe the nuclear radiation like made it take a little maybe. bit longer for the zombie, the zombie maybe virus the, to like maybe the person that wrote decides in a movie person. or two. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, dude, he says the same thing about the robot zombies. He's like the robot zombies. You're wondering, oh, are are like these some sort of robotic alien thing from the aliens, or is this something the government put in to monitor the zombies? And I'm like. You genuinely sound like you don't know. He doesn't yeah. know. Yeah. He's like, we'll decide later. I'm telling you, this movie is a seed to terraform Netflix into his own DC universe, but for, for horror him. and sci-fi. I really think you're, that's what he's thinking. I had a question right. about the, the plot. So, the, the, you know, Tanaka, whatever his name is, hires this team of, you know, mercenaries to go get his money for him. And then it turns so out the part, real... Yeah. The real thing he wants is just the head of the zombie, and that guy's going to betray everybody. But yeah, why to a zombie army, right? But why do you have to reason. betray everybody? Like, so what's why, the motivation why, to betray everybody exactly? Yeah, like why couldn't he just be like, "Hey, I'm hiring you all to go get a zombie head for me." Like they're taking the money to go get the money. It was aliens. The movie Aliens did that, so they have. (laughs) Yeah, it's because it's a soft aliens reboot. Uh, But uh, yeah, that's a that's a good place to wrap. Do you guys want to plug your shit one more time for plug it up for us dudes? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, check us out on on iTunes and Spotify Movies, uh, a podcast about the act of cinema. That's where you can listen to us twice a week talking about feature films of all kinds and uh we also have another podcast where we're just kind of like shooting the shit with a another friend of ours kenny called old boys where we're doing just that so uh those are both out there if you want to give those a look by all means to oh, find yeah. it easy just go either on itunes and spotify and look for movies low res because otherwise if you just search for movies you're never going to find it yeah look up low if you if you type in movies a podcast about the act of cinema in its entirety you wow. can find it, but also that's a lot of typing. Yeah. <laughs> if you're an artsy man who can remember all that, I'm, I'm brain yeah, damaged, so you're not getting that out of me. I'm like, why won't this come up? Movies. <laughs> come on, Apple. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you, dudes, for coming on. Uh, it's been awesome. I guess uh, for your audience, if you guys want to check out us, three retards, uh, we're the, the Death Curse dudes. We all make comics and shit like that. Uh, yeah, we're over on YouTube. You that would be a great show and title. And Patreon. We're over on Patreon. Three retards. Exclusive Three videos retards. and exclusive oh, yeah. content uh, for a dollar a month. Check out our Patreon. And yeah. we got retarded comics like City of Rot and Hammerella and Wirehead. Yeah, that's right. Patreon.com slash Death Curse. All that good stuff. Uh, but yeah, thanks for coming on, dudes. Uh, Was it worth Absolutely. The and also, yeah. just one more thing. I want to say I want to say thank you for, for your contribution in the fundraiser and really helping us get, not only get you know, to a certain point, but over a certain point where we're looking great when it comes to production on Mass State Lottery. Yeah, no, so sappy at the end. Jeez, yeah, come on. Yeah. Making me help. cry here. Yeah. And uh, I know the dudes are all pumped that they were able to help too. Uh, that was an awesome thing to be part of. Dude. Patrons and viewers and stuff really, really threw down for that. So that was rad. And yeah, we're, we're very happy to help you guys out. 